Hey guys, welcome back to the That Girl Guide. Happy Thursday. Today I'm on with my friend Aubrey. Um, we posted an Instagram story last week and asked everyone what to do this podcast on, if they wanted to do it on confidence, on healthy relationships, um, with their friends or with social media. And it was a three-way tie. And the more we started thinking about it, we decided to just talk about all of them. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, But first, before we get into it, I want to intro Aubrey. Aubrey is 29 and a formal kindergarten teacher and then turned into a full-time content creator, which is why Aubrey and I are friends. So I'll get to that. Um, But she started first about talking about health and wellness, but then slowly shifted to talk about other lifestyle stuff. Um, And then now she just is a full-time content creator and I love following her. I followed her for over four years now because that goes into how Aubrey and I know each other is because as you guys know, I work for Babe Original and like four years ago, Aubrey, how long ago was it? Yeah, like 2019. 2019. I did social and influencers and Aubrey DM'd Babe and was like, hey, I use Babe. And then we started to become friends, which I was thinking about this last night. How did you start using Babe to begin with? My mom used it first and was like, hey, I like really like this stuff. You should try it. I think she gifted it to me like for Christmas one year and I was hooked, obviously, then started buying it myself. And now here we are. So thanks, mom. (laughs) Thanks, mom. How did your mom know about it? Do you know? I don't know. She's like, honestly, I feel like partly where I get my product junkie side, she is like, she loves anything beauty. And I think honestly, I don't know. I don't even know. Cause you guys were just on at the time. Like not, yeah. I mean, we had just hard. kind of started. Yeah. Still small. I have no idea. I, she probably fell for some sort of ad. Or <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm eternally grateful because yeah, Aubrey DM'd and was like, Hey, I like use your guys last year. I'm like, would love to work together. And I was like, Oh, fangirling and like set up a code with Aubrey and then I don't even know we just like kind of became friends because we started chatting a lot about influencer stuff yeah so many emails (laughs) what'd you say just so many emails oh yeah so many emails (laughs) yeah I feel like Aubrey when Aubrey and I got on the phone I feel as if we've been friends forever well we have been friends for forever but we've actually never met in person um this is so purely a social media friendship but she's coming to Dallas in June so we're gonna try and hang out and meet each other in real life because we feel like we're already friends you know internet friends internet (laughs) friends yeah but internet friends are good I know we've tried to meet I feel like there's been multiple occasions but it just has never worked out so we're making it happen yeah well and Aubrey I'm in Dallas and Aubrey's in Kansas City so we're kind of far not that far but we don't always cross paths, you know? Right. <laughs> um, okay. So jumping in to this week's episode, uh, like I said, we were like, do we do confidence, healthy relationship with um, social media, with your friends? Um, but they all just really intertwined um, because personally, I feel like if you're confident, then you are more confident in your – confident, not cocky, I should say. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like there's a difference. But if you are confident, like, in your own skin, then I feel like it's a lot easier to have a healthy relationship with food, with people, with social media, with working out. Like, everything just becomes so much easier. Um, Have you ever read The Six Habits of Growth? 
Aubrey. I have, but just your little blurb about it. I was like, I should. Oh, I just, I'm actually not done, but there's this quote in it that says, two people enter a room, one says, here am I, the other says, there you are. And then so much of anxiety comes from focusing on yourself. So I don't know. I just, that has like stuck with me because that's, I do feel like a lot of like times where I've personally felt anxious is when I am thinking about myself in like a negative light, you know, but if I'm just like confident and I'm focusing on other people and like asking them questions and like talking to them, like asking them about their passions, hobbies, everything, then I don't know. It's like easier to be a friend. It's easier to feel confident. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I feel like when I read that, I kind of thought about, and I've read this somewhere too, but it's kind of like, we should be thinking about ourselves and treating ourselves the way that we think about and treat our friends. You know how you are with your friends. Like I am, I'm like, I love to gas up my friends. Like the way you look amazing. You're doing great. Yeah. And their outfit or like, oh my gosh, like I, you know, we talk about like how they're doing at work and all these like if you think about the way that you think of your friends, you think about them in such a confident light. And it's like, we need to think of ourselves in the same way. So I feel like that's such a good tip is like treat yourself the way that you treat your friends. And typically totally. I love that. Something Ellie has also actually talked about on this podcast is treating or like if you see your younger self at like even five or 10 years old, like yeah. you think they're so cute and amazing. Yeah. Like you would never be mean to that cute little 10 year old or 15 year old or five-year-old, whatever, you know, like you're just proud of them and think they're great. So like you need to treat, yeah, yourself, how you would treat like your younger self or your friends or family. And yeah. So I love that. I, another thing that I wrote down from the book too, is that real authentic confidence is an interest in humanity or just like an interest in other people. So I was like, that's so true. And that's why I decided that these were all intertwined because the more confident and like you are in your own skin the easier it is to like be kind to other people and have healthy relationships with anything anyone you know I also think it's just always good to take genuine interest in the people around you like True. you know well that's how we became friends is because exactly. you like took genuine interest in me someone right. who was like working at a brand that you definitely did not right. have to care about but you did yeah. and I was like oh my gosh I want to be her friend and she's so yeah. nice you know but yeah, I mean, I feel like that creates like such, but that's why we've been had such a great and successful working relationship because it's not just transactional. Like I, we genuinely, you know, we care about each other. So I don't know. I just always, I, that's part of my personality is just asking questions and taking genuine interest in other people's lives. And I feel like the best relationships are great. Yeah, totally. I love that. You are really good at that. And it inspires me to be better and like genuinely care. And I, I try and care. But when you yeah start stop thinking about yourself and start thinking about other people, I feel like it just becomes so much easier. And you learn so much about people. And I don't know. Okay, but I want to ask you questions because I could just talk all day. So yeah. first, Aubrey, have you always been confident? Why or why not? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think back to like, my I would say high school years and even through college I feel like I don't know I just I've never had this like innate confidence you know there's people in your life that are like just you feel like they've always been so confident just have never woke up confident yeah yeah and I just I don't I've never ever been that way um and I feel like I feel like it's just something that's always a work in progress I don't feel like you're ever gonna get you just plateau and you're just confident all the time the minute you wake up and get out of it yeah Um, 
but I feel like it's something that actually kind of takes some internal work and thing that you have to kind of be cognizant of. But I do think that the more intense you are about it and the more that you're actually working at it, the better and the easier it gets. You know what I mean? And I think too, with age, you just kind of start to be, you know what, like it's, I just feel like it's so much confidence is so much easier as you get older because you start to realize that truly, like you said before, you care so much more than everybody else does, you know? Yeah. So thinking about thinking about yourself in a more confident light and just realizing that it's it's you that cares so much, not everybody else. You yeah. Know? And I think thinking about it that way. Yeah, totally. That's so true. Do you have any like tips or tricks or you <laughs> said like being intent, like you just yeah. have to be really intentional with? Yeah. building confidence and um being honestly being like nice to yourself that sounds yeah. silly but sure being nice to yourself yeah. and then therefore like nice to other people um yeah. yeah any tips yeah so like two things that I always try to think about one is that I feel like confidence you have it so much has to do with believing in yourself which sounds so like cheesy but if you don't believe in yourself and like what you bring to the table have to offer then why would anyone else believe that you know what I mean so if you it starts it starts within you and I think another thing too is that um you know sometimes you have to fake it till you make it everyone feels amazingly confident all the time but if you can put your best confident foot forward and you know sometimes fake it then (laughs) that's 50% of the yeah but I I loved the way my friend Chloe, I've talked about her before, um, but she talked about this on her story. She's talked times and she considers it, I don't know exactly what she calls it, but like it's the hottest girl in the room idea. And it sounds dumb, but she's like, I, you know, walk into like, she's talking about being in a bar, but she's like, if you walk in somewhere and you automatically tell yourself, I am the smartest person here, or I you know, the hottest girl here, whatever. She's like, it is amazing the mindset shift you have if you tell yourself those things. Because if you take on that mindset, you're gonna walk in and you're gonna you're gonna feel that way. You know, if you're focused just on the positives and how confident you can be, other people are gonna buy that and they're gonna up on that and they're gonna it's just like an era that you have. You know what I mean? You can yeah. tell when people truly like they exude confidence, you know? Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. So if you yourself that you can do anything you tell yourself yeah true your mind yeah your mind is so powerful and if you yeah if you like wake up every day and have like doubt like oh I don't know if I can do this I don't then yeah like you'll be doubting yourself but if you just wake up and be confident and um another quote because you guys know I love quotes um that I wrote (laughs) down from the book is that confidence is the belief in yourself to be able to figure things out and when I read that or I'm listening to it on Audible. So when I heard it, I was like, that's so true because I feel people often tell me I'm confident and they're like, oh, how are you so confident? I'm like, I'm, I don't feel that confident. Like, I, I don't know. But then when I listened to that, I was like that, maybe I am confident. I do genuinely believe and I try and work on this, but I just try, 
to be confident in myself that I can figure anything out. And I do feel like I've said that before. Like if I don't know something, that's okay. Like I can just figure it out. Like I can learn and like you can learn anything. Like, so if you just have confidence in yourself to be able to figure it out, because you can, anyone can figure anything out. I truly believe that. Then you're just like super confident and you're like, yeah, I don't know how to tackle that necessarily, but I am willing to learn and be able to figure it out, you know? And I think too, like, vulnerability is such a key component when it comes to confidence just knowing that whatever it is that you're struggling with or you're having a hard time with somebody else has their own plethora of things that they're struggling with so sometimes I try to think about that you know when I'm feeling not super confident it's like whatever is bothering me is bothering someone else out there nobody you know is 100% like you know the most confident person so sometimes I feel like just knowing that you're not alone yeah in that yeah so we're all in this together yeah and we can we can do it together on that same kind of note is my last quote (laughs) with the (laughs) self-doubt is a signal to learn um not to self-doubt so like on the same thing of confidence and stuff like if you're doubting yourself just take that as an opportunity to be like okay well why am I doubting this I use that as something to signal to yourself like well instead of doubting myself why don't I just say I can figure it out you know and like take the opportunity to like learn and grow um because you can always learn and grow there's something you can always work on you know yeah I don't I think that's kind of where confidence is misconstrued because confidence doesn't mean that you are perfect at everything and like you have everything together I think just like you said it's confidence is just having the ability to know that you don't have it all together or that totally and accepting you don't have it all together yeah and like understanding that and knowing that you don't have to have it all together to be confident you know you you just take a a few key components and the rest you tell yourself you're gonna figure out and then there you go (laughs) yeah I was like listening to this seminar like a couple weeks ago actually and they were talking about happiness but I also think that this has to do with confidence which has to do with like your relationships and stuff and they were saying that happiness is less about focusing on being happy and just more about like bettering yourself and thinking outwardly and thinking more about other people because the more you spend time like thinking like oh Paige why didn't you do this or oh Paige you know are you doing this to be happy or are you doing this to be confident or just like focus on making yourself better like trusting that you can figure things out and like take opportunities to learn And then you become innately more confident and then you're able to, again, focus on other people, which makes you feel happier. And it's just all like a cycle of confidence and happiness and healthy relationships, you know? Yeah. And I think too, honestly, something I tell myself like being in social media too, is that people are going to have something to say and are judging no matter what you do, no matter how perfect you are or how, you know, well you're doing something or how much you bring to the table. So you might as well just be confident in what you have because no matter what you change about yourself, someone out there is going to, you know, not believe in you as much as another person. So you might as well, it doesn't matter. It's someone's going to have something to say. Someone's going to be judging no matter what it's human nature. So might as well just put your best foot forward and tell yourself that you are, you know, the juiciest peach in the patch. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Juiciest peach in the patch. I agree. Um, Okay. My next question is, what is your secret to having a good and healthy relationship with friends? And then we'll also talk about um, good and healthy relationship with your husband because he just got married too. 
Yes, just a year and a half ago. It is true. I say you like just got married for like 10 years. I did just get married. That's true. Yes. Um, Okay, so friends first. Um, I think something that I have learned is that with friendships, you are going to get out what you put in, which again, like I know we've heard that before. And I think that it sounds kind of cheesy sometimes, but truly you get the greatest return with friendships when you are putting the most in. And I also that while it would be, you know, in a perfect world, you know, both of you or whatever group of friends, everyone's putting in the same amount of effort all the time. That's not always going to be the case. Obviously, as you know, there are different seasons to life and, there are times where you can be more available and times when you might not be, but just as a friend, I feel like it's so important to know that to give grace in those situations and know that even if someone, you know, is not the most available or maybe they're going through another season, you putting in the effort is still worth it because there's going to come back a time where maybe you need your friend to show up more than you're able to in another season. And, you know, you can think back and be like, I was that friend when they needed someone and now I'm that person. You know what I mean? Yeah, like totally. I just think especially like I'm getting older, like I'm almost 30. So there's been a lot of times over the last 10 years where, you know, it just friendships, not that they come and go, but just your ability to be a good friend can ebb and flow depending on, you know, the season of life. And so I've just learned to give grace when you know someone might not be the most available because I know there's definitely been times where that's been me and there will be times when that's been me but just know that what you what you get out of a friendship is totally dependent on what you're putting in yeah I love that I love what you said about giving grace too because and I think that goes back to like uh, the initial like just being confident because like if you're insecure and you're like oh why aren't they texting me back or like why haven't they reached out about my birthday or why haven't they sent me a present or like whatever it is then like you're, you know, can maybe then want to cut off friendship or be mad at them or whatever. But if you're just like confident in your own skin and then like yourself and your life and you give grace, um, then I feel like your friendship will be fruitful and like in different seasons to your point, like they'll be a friend to you and then maybe you need to be a friend to them and it will just kind of like change depending on season. And I personally feel like I'm in a season of life uh, where I probably am not like the very best friend in the world with obviously Gabe having cancer and stuff because I'm very preoccupied with that. But I do think like my sister actually sent that this morning. She was like, I feel like our good seasons are at like good and bad seasons are at different time. Like when you're going through something really hard, like I'm having an easier time. And then when I'm going through something hard, like you're having a good time, you know? And she's like, but we support each other in those different times. So just giving people grace, like, And if they're not there during that time, but they're there other times, like, that's great. Like, that's maybe, like, the most they can give, you know? Right, right. I think, too, sometimes that means – and this – I don't know if this sounds bad, but sometimes that means, like, showing up even if you don't want to. And it's not – you don't want to show up for your friends. But at the same time, like, we've all been through times where we're like, you know, I want to cancel or, like, I don't want to go or, like, I'm just not, you know, not in the mood or whatever having your own you know things in your own life that might impact whatever you have going on with friends but I really do think um like just last week my best friend and I were gonna go get drinks and we were kind of like you know wishy-washy through the whole week and finally I was like no like we just need to go like yeah we need to go and after we did it I was like we need to do this more often like it 
always, it, it's just always worth it. And I feel like, you know, just remembering, like, you're not always going to be so gung-ho about doing things, whatever, yeah. but like, it's, you know, showing up even, even when you're not feeling it a hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. I feel as if I'm pretty introverted and then people are always like, no, you're not. You're so like talkative. And, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm still introverted. Like I just love being at home. I love cleaning. I love sleeping. I love like, I just like to be home sometimes, you know? So sometimes I have like a hard time, like yeah. getting myself at the door, but specifically in the past couple of months, like I, Gabe and I have been home a lot. And so I'm like, wait, like I need to go out and socialize. And then after I do, I seriously feel so much better. I don't feel like I go to a social event and I'm like, that was the worst thing ever. I'm like, that was so great. And like uplifting, obviously, hopefully you want to have good, kind friends and do right. fun, good activities. Of course, like maybe bad things happen. But generally speaking, I feel like afterwards, I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful I did that, you know, and you feel so much yeah. better than like just being isolated. Granted, introvert to introvert, if there's any other introverts on here, like sometimes you just need to be home and you get recharged at home. But you do still need human interaction yeah. more than I even realized I did being an introvert. Yeah. I'm the same way. It's it. Sometimes you just you love being at home. But yeah. no, are you an I introvert, guess. extrovert? You've got to be an extrovert. I feel, I feel like, like you are. Both. No, I really feel like both. I like it fills my cup to like be home. Like a couple weekends ago, I did nothing for the whole weekend. Like love that. Said, my house, slept in, worked out. You know, meal prepped, all that stuff, and that is like sometimes the best. But also, there's been other weekends where I'm like never at my house because I'm just with friends out and about all weekend and that fills my cup too. So yeah. I feel like both. A yeah. Good mix. Yeah. A good mix. Yeah. Good moderation in all things, you know? Yes. Um, okay. Secret to having a healthy relationship with your husband or your boyfriend. How long did you and Taylor date? 10 years. Wow. That's, 10 years. How did you guys meet? Uh, high school. High school. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. so, I was a weird, I don't know what I, I was confused in high school. So I'm grateful I met my husband after that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but you guys I, had it together. You guys knew. <clears throat> well, that's something I talk about a lot too, though, is that, I mean, you know, everyone thinks like, oh, high school sweetheart's like perfect. But at the same time, it has been so difficult just because think of how much you've grown and changed like as a person since high school. And we totally. really had to navigate that together. And that is, it's been hard. Like I, I do think we've had conversations where it's like, if we could have just met at like, 26 I think sometimes you know things will be a little easier you know you're established you're you know maybe not so emotional <laughs> but anyways um okay the secret I think there oh, I think there's so many things but I think something that I have really tried to keep in mind over the last few years is always believe the best in your significant other whether I guess mainly their intention like I always try to keep in mind Taylor his intentions are good yeah and that is true a hundred percent of the time his intentions are good whether it's you know maybe not communicated in the right way or maybe you know I, I don't know there's so many situations where I can like I said I I'm an anxious person too know how you can go down that path of yeah. spiral you know they don't love me or like whatever yeah but anyway I just feel like keeping in mind that your significant other has the best intention and just believing the best in them I think has saved me in so many situations totally down from that path going down that path of like you know no return but yeah I feel like that is really important um I feel like 
having fun, like again, probably cheesy, but we met so long ago that, I mean, Taylor is my best friend and we started as friends. And I feel like that has been such a key to our relationship is just like having fun and being friends and remembering the fun that we have together. It doesn't always have to be like this serious, you know, husband and wife relationship. Like, I, I just feel like sometimes we forget that, like, why we started out together was because we are friends and, like, love spending time together and being together. So yeah. I feel like sometimes that can get lost in the mix of work and stress and life and all of that. Totally. Is, that is a key. Yeah, I love those. Um, another thing for us is communication. And again, yeah. I, people talk about it all the time, but that is something that we have truly had to really really work on and put effort into especially yeah. in couple years just because I think we are both very different when it comes to communication and communication styles and like what we look for and what we want and so I think definitely that is something that we've had to really work on and again something that like you don't really care about when you're 16 years old but and you're <laughs> you, you it's kind of a big thing yeah you have to communicate I literally love all of those first on assuming good intention I talked about this on like the episode a few weeks ago just generally speaking like with your significant other with your friends with your co-workers with your classmates with your parents with your like yes. I just feel like things get a lot better and easier if you take a step back and just like assume good intention obviously that's so oversimplified and so much easier said than done but specifically in relationships like it makes just like the biggest difference and I try and do that too when I'm like upset or anxious or whatever I'm just like no they did not mean that they do not think that like they really do have good intentions and I think people really do have good intentions and are a good kind like to the core, you know? Right, right. So I love that. I also love having fun because that is skipped over a lot, actually. And I agree yeah. with that. And it's having fun has been something I have been thinking a lot about because I recently obviously got married. And okay. I, once we got married, I was like, okay, work and life. And like, I don't know, everything just like starts to take over. But, and again, I think this applies to friendships as well. Like have fun together. Like you guys like, yeah. like each other for a reason, like go out and yeah. have fun. And like, I used to let like finances stress me out and like work and school and like everything where it's like, no, like life is to be enjoyed. I know that sounds so silly and people are probably like, well, duh. And so yeah. maybe everyone on here is really good at having fun, but I wasn't for a second. No. I was just like no. too stressed, you know? Yeah. And I just, I think it's easy to forget. Like I said, like, I think that's what I try to revert back to that mindset is just because, you know, when we were first dating, like in high school, we didn't have all the life that we have now that I feel like kind of hold us back from having fun, I guess. Um, so I just try to like, you know, that those were the glory days. <laughs> so I try to remember like, okay. We can have fun together, even though obviously, you know, we're dealing with other things now, but like, I don't know, we have, I'm sure you've seen, I've taken up golf recently. Yes. <laughs> I want to try and be a golfer. Gabe yeah, loves golf. It's, but it just really like, not even, not even for golf truly, but just as a way for like, it's just something that Taylor and I can do together and just like turn off everything else, like not be on our phones, not worry about whatever else is going on in work or life or whatever. And just like have fun together like it's fun to just have a hobby together and I always walk away from that being like 
you know, that was so fun. And just, it's, that is when I remember, like, we really do just like enjoy each other's company and like being around each other. So I don't know. I feel like if you're in a relationship, like put your phone away, go do something fun, go to a like drive-in movie or go to like, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like it's so easy to let everything else in life hold you back from like just being fun with your significant other. And I feel like that is just so important. Like, I don't know. We played pickleball not not that long ago. Like, and it's just, just those like almost hip like activities just, I feel like sometimes bring out the best in both of us. Yeah. I love that. I'm so inspired to have fun. Um, (laughs) and also to golf because I gave loves golfing and I'm not very good and I get kind of frustrated because I'm bad, but that's, (laughs) you just get 1% better every day, you know, or every time you practice and it it counts. And also lastly, the last thing you said was communication because I agree. That's so not, maybe it is talked about a lot, but I feel like relationships, I don't want to say relationships are hard because relationships are amazing and great, but they also take work and you have to like, whether they're friendships, whether they're like relationships with your family members, whether you're significant others, like you have to communicate like kindly, patient, like giving them like the benefit of the doubt. But if your feelings are hurt or if something's not working or something happens, like, well, you have to talk about it, but you have to talk about it in like a productive way. Yeah. And I will say that's kind of like where the whole assuming the best intention thing comes back into play because I am really bad about, you know, like even when we're communicating, if you don't have that in mind, then you're, you say things that you don't maybe mean or want to say, but I feel like if you truly in while you're communicating are focusing on, you know, he has the best intention in whatever situation, I feel like you communicate so differently and I feel like you approach situations so differently if you have that at top of mind instead of just like flying off the handle, like, you know, being so frustrated and upset and mad, whatever. So I don't know. I feel like those two like really go together. I think, you know, your communication can be so much better if you have that in your mind. Yeah. And like our thinking that that's so true. Um, yeah. Did you have any other secrets? Sorry. I like jumped in because I was so excited about your three secrets, <laughs> but I didn't know if you had any more. <laughs> I it's like all my like other little things just kind of piggyback off of those main yeah. main topics. But I will say too, as far as communication goes, I am really bad about like holding things in and like not being super open and honest, which is kind of weird because like I feel like in friendships and in other aspects of my life, I'm very open and honest and blunt and you know, whatever. Um, but I feel like in a relationship, especially like I used to be that person who I just assume he knows how I'm feeling or I assume he knows like what to do or like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like we as females sometimes get in these head spaces of they should just know, you know, <laughs> true. Like, I think that all the time. <laughs> and so I think something over the years that I've, I've learned always sets us up for success is just be open and honest, like share your feelings, share where you're at with whatever situation. And even, you know, even if it's hard to be or you feel uncomfortable, whatever, I just like it always is so much better if I'm just open and honest instead of holding things in and becoming like bitter and resentful, like just be honest and open. I feel like just open communication has always, has always been key to us being just happier people in general. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Those are good. Um, okay. My last and final question. Um, what is your secret? 
I like to call, I'm calling all of these your secrets, um, to having a good and healthy relationship. Lastly, with social media as someone who obviously has like their living is on social media and you spend so much time on social media. I feel like that's been a question that's come in a lot because social media can be so great and positive and uplifting and amazing, but sometimes it can be hard and cause like a lot of anxiety or frustration or um, imposter syndrome or, you know, all of the different like feelings. So how do you navigate that? Yeah. Well, I will be the first to admit, I don't always have the best relationship with social media, but I also know that because it's my job, my job depends on me, you know, upholding (laughs) a positive relationship with social media. Um, but I feel like a few things, um, number one, I feel like unfollowing anyone that is not eliciting like a positive social media experience for me. You know what I mean? So if someone, if I'm scrolling and I'm like, this person is just making me feel inadequate or just, you know, self-conscious, not confident, you know, I feel like it's just, I have become so good about just unfollowing people. Like I just, just unfollow them. I don't ever, if you're on social media and you're feeling weighed down or you feel like it's heavy or you feel like it is affecting your own mental health or the way that you view yourself or anyone else. I feel like it's just the unfollow button is there for a reason. And if you need to do that, your mental health is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, I would also say the mute button too. There might be some people that are making you feel this way that are like, I I don't know, like you have a very personal relationship with or like you can't unfollow them because that would hurt their feelings, but you can also mute them. Like not to be mean, not like anything against them, but like, yeah. To your point, your mental health is super yeah. important. And so if you are feeling any of those feelings, like just mute them and you don't have to see their oh, stuff yeah. and that's totally okay. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I definitely have like influencer friends that might sometimes just like not make me feel super good. But if I know them in real life, <laughs> I'm going to mute them, not unfollow them. But yes, 100%. But I feel like that makes such a difference because then if you're getting on social media and you're scrolling and it's only like what you want to see and it's only things that are making you feel good and positive, then that alone can totally change social media um I think too if I am ever feeling like down or anxious or whatever I get off of social media which as someone who does social media for a living (laughs) I want people to stay on social media but I also know that there are times when it's just your mind does weird things when you're on social media sometimes so I feel like in times where like I used to have terrible Sunday scaries like at night on Sunday and I would just sit there and scroll and scroll and scroll. And I feel like just getting off of social media sometimes, like going for a walk, whatever, just taking your Playing pickleball, off. going golf, doing something exactly. fun. Yeah. yeah. But I just feel like sometimes the less time I'm on there, the better relationship I have with it. Um, so the more boundaries that I set and the more balance that I have, I feel like the better my relationship is with social media. Um, but... I also think like, and the last thing, but I think I have an interesting perspective when it comes to just how much of a highlight reel Instagram is, because obviously I've, I've met so many, you know, people from social media in real life, like bigger influencers, you know, influencers, whatever. And I think it's just so interesting because once you start to see kind of you know, the more personal side of people, especially these big people who we think have the most perfect and glamorous lives, um, you start to realize just how much of a highlight reel that Instagram really is. And so I really do try to keep that in mind. Obviously, 
people have beautiful feeds and you know they their lives look perfect but i think just keeping it top of mind that instagram truly is a highlight reel like no one is posting on their feed like the piles of laundry that i have in my guest bedroom or when taylor and i are going through a hard time or you know there are so many things that i could share about that you know are not a highlight reel but you just don't get to see those things so just knowing that no matter what you see, no matter what you're scrolling by, someone is dealing with something just like you are. And social media is just a place, you know, where most people come to be happy and inspired and creative. And just, I just think that we live in a world that's like, we forget there are other things going on in people's lives yeah. that you don't. Yeah, so totally. That, like that vulner, that shared vulnerability makes you kind of take a step back and be like, it's just social media. Their yeah. lives their lives are not like this 100% of the time. We totally. all have our own things that we're dealing with. Yeah, well, same thing kind of um, that you were saying in relationships, like always assuming good intent and communicating. I feel like always assuming like that there's more to the situation than what you see on social media. Um, mm-hmm. Not in like a negative way, but like, yeah, everyone has like their laundry they have to do or their dry cleaning to pick up or maybe a disagreement they're having with someone or you know, someone said something hurtful, like whatever it is, like they have stuff and they're not going to be like, today's the worst day in the whole world. Maybe they do, but, um, oftentimes that stuff's not shared and that's okay. And it's personal and people probably don't want to share, or maybe they do, but like just having that mindset going into social media and not to be like sad. If you see like something amazing when you're having a sad day, like that's hard. It's hard to compare like their best day to your worst day or something. Yeah. And that's in those situations like that's when I say, like, you know, pick up the phone and like, go meet a friend or go on a walk. Go on a walk. That's my favorite thing. Like sometimes you just have to go on a walk and you feel so much better. I love walks. Well, yeah, that's, that's always how I feel, you know, after, or like working out, like just do something away from your phone. The minute you start to feel, you know, feeling not so great when you're on social, turn it off, get off. off. Yeah. Regret that. Yeah. I love turning on do not disturb on my phone. Um, that's not necessarily social media. I don't have any of my social notifications go to my phone personally. Not that mm-hmm. I'm an influencer or like on social media or something, but <laughs> yeah. I just like don't have those notifications. And like I when don't... I'm in a headspace to check them, like amazing, I check them. Yeah. But sometimes I just am like not in a great headspace and I'm like, okay, my phone's going on. Do not disturb. I'm going to walk. I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to yeah. Audible or I'm just going to walk in silence because sometimes that's fun too. Um, yeah. And I just feel so much better after walks, yeah. you know, or yeah. working out or whatever. Cook something right. like just something off your phone, you know? Yeah, 100%. I love that. Okay, any more secrets before we jump into your speed round? No, I think I've shared all my secrets. (laughs) I know, you have so many secrets. Okay, I love speed round because they're just random questions that have nothing to do with anything. Um, And you can give like a short answer or a long answer, but they can just be speedy. Okay, first, what do you feel like people may not know about you? This was so hard for me because I (laughs) – literally my entire life on the internet um but I think what's kind of interesting I was just thinking about this the other day so like I said I started my Instagram in the health and wellness space which is still kind of do now but I was never athletic like growing up never was great at sports honestly hardly I played softball and volleyball and then I did track in high school but never anything super competitive like hated PE, hated like anything honestly like 
activity related um, as far as sports are concerned. And now here I am. I'm a health and wellness blogger. So that, I actually didn't know that. And I feel like we're yeah. good friends. So thank yeah. you. See, I knew you'd come up with something good. I've always thought because you, yeah, do well first you post great like healthy recipes and stuff that I love that are super easy because I'm a horrible cook so they're just easy um and the broccoli recipe that I shared on Instagram that the hot honey broccoli so good I love that recipe and it's so easy but also yeah you post like your workouts and stuff and in my head I've always thought you were like a superstar track runner or something No, actually, kind of like piggybacking off that, just like one other random thing that I think about all the time that people probably have no idea. Um, Like, I love to put things together. Like, I hate even calling them recipes because I just never feel like that's like really what they are. They're nothing like hints or crazy, but I actually like don't enjoy cooking. (laughs) It sounds so, so odd, but that's like why I created my whole blog is because I don't enjoy like putting a bunch of measurements together, like a bunch of ingredients and like all this and that. So that's why I created the blog was just to like for people that want to just throw things together really quick and easy because I don't enjoy spending a ton of time in the kitchen. Yeah, but you want like good and healthy food. Yeah. I'm still right. hung up though on that you weren't like a superstar athlete because Literally, never. I I feel like yeah, you're a lot of your stuff is like working out and everything. So also recipes. I love your recipes though. Cause they are easy and I don't know. It depends on my like headspace. Sometimes I like just putting stuff together, but then sometimes, yeah, yeah I'm just like, I don't have that much time and I just want something yeah. healthy that tastes good. That is not complicated. So I love those. Right. Okay. Second question. What would you tell your 18 year old self? I would say, which I, you're like a quote girl, but this is my, like, (laughs) I don't even know if it's a specific quote, but everything that is meant for you will find you. And I feel like that in every single aspect of my life, like that has held true. And like, um, in terms of, let's say like my job, for example, so out of college, I did not get the job that I wanted. I was a teacher, obviously, but I wanted to work in a certain district and school and whatever. And I did not get the job that I wanted, but looking back, like that was the job that I needed at that time. And then moving into this, like this is what was meant for me, but it wasn't something, you know, that I had ever planned for. Like I didn't go to college to do what I do now. And I didn't even know at the time that this is what I wanted to do, but life has a really crazy way of, you know, putting things in front of you that for you, you just have to have the confidence to pursue them. And, um, and two, just like, I guess I would say marriage, like even with Taylor, I you know for the longest time, like, you know, just very impatient with our relationship. Like I said, we dated for 10 years. And so always just like, hurry up. I want to get married, blah, blah, blah. And it just, you know, COVID happened and all these things like delayed it and whatever. But like, looking back, we got married at the exact time that we were supposed to. And it happened exactly like it was supposed to. And I'm such a like control freak that really hard time just letting go and letting life do its thing. And I feel like I've learned so much about just letting things come to you because what is meant for you will find you. And I'm such a firm believer totally I maybe that's why we're friends (laughs) because I'm also a control freak and I just like I like a plan I like things to go according to that plan but um it's true I can name honestly 
same, like similar, uh, so many things that have happened in my life that at the time I was like, why is that happening? And right. now I'm so grateful that random, you know, school changes, like work opportunities, yeah. people in my life. I'm like, oh my gosh, they came to me. Obviously, like you can't just like wake up and be like, everything good will happen. Like obviously yeah. you have to work hard and you have to, you know, put yourself out there. And But but you also have to trust that there is like a purpose for everything and it will all work out. And if you don't understand today and you don't understand next year, you don't, you might not even understand in this lifetime, but you'll understand at some point that like things work out so yeah like I think about the amount of times that if it had gone according to like what I thought should happen or like my plan and how my life would be completely different you know not and not not always in a bad way but it's just like sometimes you just have to kind of surrender your own you know your own ideas and thoughts about what you think should happen and just you know let life play out yeah even if you're a control freak like me and Aubrey yeah (laughs) okay Next question. Favorite book, why? Okay, I had two. But, okay, One True Loves by okay. Taylor Jenkins Reid. I absolutely love this book. And if you hate reading, like, it is so good. Absolutely so good. Um, it's kind of about how, like, you might have more than one soulmate in life, which I have talked about um, on Instagram before. Just, um, this is like a whole, I could go on a whole rant. But anyways, it's, it's really such a good book it's a it's like a love story but it's so good it's not cheesy it's just really really good um but the other one is when breath becomes air and I'm sure you've heard of that it's a really popular book um but just gives so much like meaning and perspective to life I don't know that I would recommend it for you at this moment (laughs) based on your current situation um but it is truly like it was the most impactful book and one that I like, you know, those books you'll just like never forget. Okay. I love that. I might have to read both of them. I've heard of, yeah, the second one. I don't Mm -hmm. hate reading. I actually like enjoy reading, but I am just like a busybody and I always have to move. And so when I'm reading, I know that's why I do audiobooks. I feel like I like audiobooks. Those are, but sometimes I'm like, I just wish I'd sit down and read a book. So I want to start a book club. So maybe we, we do a book, like a virtual book club on these books. Well, you've already read them, but, um, we'll read them and then report back to you. So love, wait, wait, what were the two books again? Titles. Okay. One true love. One true love. Okay. And when breath becomes air. When breath, yeah, when breath becomes air. I think that's literally in my cart. Um, okay, all-time favorite product you cannot live without besides Baylash serum because we okay. already know that that is your number one. Yes. Okay. It's that perfume. Like I didn't even have to think about this. The perfume that I always talk about. Um, I never know how to say it because it's like French, but Baccarat Rouge Five Forty. That little red bottle that, or it's not. It comes in red or gold, but. That it's so freaking expensive, but I'm telling you, my signature set for the rest of my life, mm. I will if I had no money, I'd figure out how to buy it. Really? <laughs> I, I have I have seen you post about that actually, but yeah, I haven't gotten it because I think I've clicked on it and I was like, I can't is there a good dupe though? No. No, but I am always sharing like the little Etsy shops that sell samples, which is like a really good way to buy, although then people are like 
now I love this. And- <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to buy the real thing. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfume. For- I love that. I wasn't expecting that to be your number one. Well, it's number two because Babe Lash is number one, but. Yeah. Well, right, right. I mean, I could give you, you know, I could give you a list of like 10, but you said one. <laughs> yeah, I did say one. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Last question before we go. Dream vacation. Why? Um, this one, I do have three because you know, I'm a <laughs> girl. Yeah. Um, my sister-in-law just went to Bali not very long ago. Oh, fun. I I swear, I'm like, I get on Instagram. That's what I love looking at on Instagram more than anything is people's trips. Um, but I have this little folder on Instagram that I just save posts of where I want to go. Bali is one. Okay. Um, St. Lucia, a little bit closer. I've never been. So I think it looks so beautiful. And Banff, which if you've ever heard of like up in oh, Canada. Yes. Um, where like Lake Louise is, I have always, I'm such a beach person, but is one place that I am dying to go to. Interesting. Yeah. I'm a beach person too, but it does look pretty. I've heard of it, but I don't know a lot. Okay. I'll have to investigate those three. Um, Aubrey, you're the best. Thank you for getting on. Where can people find you on social media or like message you or whatever? Uh, I'm just laughing because I'm like, no one's gonna be able to spell my last name. I know. To be honest, I sometimes try and type it and I can't. I have to look at it every time. I know. But Aubrey Shunnicase on Instagram and my blog is www.killcouture.org. So we'll have page include both in the description so you don't have to type either. Oh yeah, that's (laughs) that's what I'll do. That's a better (laughs) idea because that would be hard to find. They're like gonna try and type that out and they're like, I don't know how to spell that. I can't remember how to spell it half the time. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you for coming on. You're the best. Thank you, everyone, for listening and for following along. Don't forget to – I actually haven't said this on any of the podcasts, but I was looking at the That Girl Guide reviews, and I was like, we've never even asked reviews. So if you have left a review – Thank you. That's so nice. Feel free to leave one if you haven't um, because – I don't know. Everyone needs reviews. And follow us on social media, the That Girl Guide. Oh, we should do a giveaway. That's what we should do because I love giveaways. We should. I don't know what to give away. Do you have any ideas? Babe? I mean, you're, you're the giveaway. I am. I am the giveaway girl. Okay, maybe we'll do like we'll think of it and we'll just post it on the day this is released. Um, and have a fabulous Thursday. Bye. Thank you.